your boy Hayes Bond 1227 and you are listening to the Hayes Days Podcast. That's right, the Hayes Days Podcast. Entertainment and enlightenment for your ears. You have found me, I have found you, we have found each other and that means we are meant to be. Guess what y'all, guess what? This is episode 4. Can you believe it? Episode 4. Let me tell you what we got on the show today. We got a little bit of headline news some social media mix, some business advice, and some good vibes. Listen, before I go any further, let me thank you. Yes, you, the listener. I appreciate all the love I get from you all. You understand what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Anyone that has liked my Facebook post, anyone that listens to the podcast, that share it, it is greatly appreciated. I hope to grow this to be something bigger. This is episode 4 of 15 of this season. That's going to carry us all the way until September. To, excuse me, not September. February of 2020. So it's going to take us out to February 2020. This season with these 15 episodes. And I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. And I'm so glad that we get to sit down and talk and you invite me into your home, your car, your workplace or wherever. And it's like we're bonding and merging together as one. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of bonding and merging together as one, let me tell you what company bonded and merged together in today's Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Hey, look. CBS and Viacom has merged together to become Viacom CBS. This will bring together Paramount Pictures, CBS Broadcast Network, Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, and even Showtime all under one umbrella that's right now these two companies split back in 2005 but now they're back together the newly formed company's ceo bob Backage said this is a historic moment that brings together two iconic companies to form one of the world's most important content producers and providers through the combination of cbs and viacom's complementary assets capabilities and talented dreams Viacom CBS recreate and deliver premium content for its own platforms. Now check this out, y'all. Combined viewing content for both companies in the U.S. is 22%. Now, the company reached its deal back in August and has recently just been finalized. This will bring a $28 billion revenue. A market cap on this company is estimated to be at $20 billion. How does that compare to Netflix and Disney? 
Netflix market value is $136 billion. Disney is $245 billion. That is a lot. Man, what would I do with that? What would you do with that much? If you had, your company had that much money? Oh, man, I can only imagine. And here is some disturbing news to report. George Zimmerman. Do y'all remember him? Of course, I know you do. How could you forget? Well, George Zimmerman is suing the family of Trayvon Martin and other parties for $100 million. That's right. He's suing Trayvon Martin's family and other parties for $100 million. Zimmerman was acquitted of killing Trayvon Martin in 2013 after he shot and killed Martin after he followed him through a gated community in Stanford, Florida. Zimmerman was told by 911 operators not to follow Martin, but he did anyway. The result was the shooting and killing of an unarmed Trayvon Martin by George Zimmerman. Zimmerman's lawyer, Larry Clayman, in the lawsuit claimed that the case against him was based on false evidence and was an abuse of civil process and it was a conspiracy. The suit says that a key witness in the prosecution case, Rachel Gentile, was an imposter and fake witness. Also named in the lawsuit was Trayvon Martin's family lawyer, Benjamin Crump. Crump released a statement in reference to Zimmerman's current lawsuit. He stated, This plaintiff continues to display a callous disregard for everyone but himself, re-victimizing individuals whose lives were shattered by his own actions. He would have us to believe that he is the innocent victim of a deep conspiracy, desperate to complete lack of any credible evidence to support his outlandish crimes. This tale defies all logic and it's time to close the door on these baseless imaginings. Now, during the murder trial in 2013, Zimmerman's defense claimed that Martin jumped in beat Zimmerman up. The new lawsuit claims that prosecutors switched out Trayvon's alleged girlfriend, Diamond Eugene, with Rachel Jantel to testify claiming to be Martin's girlfriend with coaching on what to say from others. They said that they have new evidence in a book titled Trayvon Hoax, Unmasking the Witness Fraud that Divided America. This stated, that the two girls were switched when Diamond Eugene refused to bear false witness to George Zimmerman. Activist Marie Ritten filed the complaint with Florida against Zimmerman's lawyer, stating that Zimmerman was trying to re-victimize the family of Trayvon Martin, and he filed a frivolous complaint. Y'all, I can't believe this is really happening, that George Zimmerman is suing... Trayvon Martin's family and others for $100 million. We all seen the story. We know what happened. I'm going to tell you, when I read that verdict, or when I seen that verdict on TV, I think I was watching CNN, it, it crushed my heart. It really did. That Trayvon Martin case still, it still seems like yesterday, me seeing that acquittal, come across the TV screen. Yeah, it, it it wasn't I don't know. I can't I can't describe I was disappointed. I was disappointed. But 
George Zimmerman, yeah, he should be ashamed of himself. Yeah, he should be ashamed of himself. That's I'm I'm at a loss for words for that one, y'all. Yeah, but uh, look, you know, I gotta talk about it. I talk about it every headline news because I can't get away from it, and neither can you. You know what it is: the impeachment of your president, number forty-five. Donald Trump. On Wednesday, December the 4th, the first House Judiciary Committee public impeachment hearings were held and it lasted at least eight hours. You have four witnesses, all who were a mixture of lawyers and scholars that were testifying. In an opening statement, Chairman Jerry Naylor said that President Trump directly and explicitly invited foreign interference in our elections. Never before in the history of the Republic have we been forced to consider the conduct of a president who appears to have solicited personal political favors from a foreign government. Never before has the president engaged in a course of conduct that included all of the acts that most concern the framers. Democratic witnesses included Noah Feldman, Pamela Carlin, and Michael Gohard. All pretty much agreed that what Trump did was impeachable. Michael Gohard said, if what we're talking about is not impeachable, then nothing is impeachable. The Republican witness John Turley believed Trump did nothing impeachable. He stated, if you're going to accuse a president of bribery, you need to make it stick because you're trying to remove a duly elected president of the United States. Now, the ranking Republican member Doug Collins said, You just don't like the guy. You didn't like him since he was elected in November 2016. So don't tell me this is about new evidence and new things and new stuff. But this is nothing new, folks. This is sad. Now, Nancy Pelosi called for articles of impeachment to be drafted by the Judiciary Committee on Thursday, December the 5th, 2019. Pelosi stated in a press conference, sadly, with confidence and humility, with allegiance to our founders and a heart full of love for America. Today, I'm asking for the chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. Now, during that same press conference, a reporter asked Pelosi, did she hate Donald Trump? Now, this made Pelosi very upset, and she seemingly scolded back to him, and she came back to the podium to say that she was a Catholic, and she hated no one, and that she prays for the president every day. And she said, don't mess with me with words like that. Now, President Trump said that he surely doubts that Pelosi prays for him, and he even tweeted or he even stated that, if you're going to impeach me, do it now, fast. Now, the next impeachment hearings are Monday, December the 9th, and the White House has stated it will not be participating in the impeachment hearings. So, it's more the same from them. Now, as you all know, that he can be impeached in the House, but he is tried in the Senate, and he can only be removed from being tried in the Senate, so we'll have to wait and see, man, but, you know, that's all I got for your headline news, we'll be back with more show, don't go nowhere.
Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? It's your man Slint. Hey, yo, you get a chance to follow my man on Facebook and Twitter at Hayes Podcast. You can check him out in the email, Hayes Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit him up on a jack, 434-288-0005. The Hayes Days Podcast. Hey, y'all, and we're back. Hey, look, man, I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and hopefully you went out and spent time with your family and friends and went out for dinner, and some of you all might have went to the club, had some drinks, cut a rug, and danced, man, had a great time. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. And there's nothing wrong with sitting at home, relaxing, catching up on your Netflix, catching up on your binge-watching, Things like that. What do you all binge watch? You know, what's something good that you can suggest to binge watch? Um, I look at Netflix some of the time. I don't watch much TV throughout the week, to be honest with you. I may watch maybe an hour and a half of TV a week. But I do keep up with the news, especially CNN and things of that nature. But I don't watch TV a lot. Not at all. But... Look, this this is a completely different topic. I'm sorry I jumped from topic to topic. You ever want to see some unhappy and mean people? You ever go to one of these overnight stores that stay open 24 hours? You should see the people there that put up stock and things of that. If those aren't the meanest, unhappiest looking people in the world, man, I know sometimes I might go in the store at, you know, 24-hour store in the middle of the night, and I'm walking in there, and I'm in a good mood most of the time. I try to be like, hey, how you doing? And smiling, and someone give me a look like, if you don't shut the heck up and get out my face, it's really funny, man. They be looking like they hated here. They wish they was at home, but I know how it is to work overnight, and I used to work overnight. Back in the day, and man, it was a struggle to stay awake all the time. But luckily, I had you know next door to where I used to um work at. Um, I had a real good friend, and we used to keep each other up and talk and have a good time. But them overnight shifts, man, they are a beast, man. They are so. Shout out to my overnight workers, man. Keep your eyes open if you listen to me tonight. Keep your eyes open. If not, make sure you get your rest tonight. Don't fall asleep on that couch. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. But listen, man, we got some hair um, social media mix coming up, so we'll be back after that. Social media mix. Hey, look, guess who turned 25? No, not me. PlayStation. Yes, 25 years ago, the original Sony PlayStation debuted in Japan on December 3rd, 1994. Now, this was 10 months before the U.S. release date, so we had to wait a little while. Now, during this time, Nintendo had the Super NES and Sega had the Genesis. Now, the original PlayStation sold over 100 million units worldwide. We have memorable titles such as Final Fantasy franchise, the Metal Gear Solid franchise, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and this was just to name a few. Now fast forward now, they have the PS4, the PSVR, and many other PlayStation accessories. They are shown they are grown with the time and they can change with technology. Now look, what were you all's favorite PlayStation games? Mine back then, 
uh, I think I like Metal Gear Solid. I like Tomb Raider. But what was you all's favorite PlayStation game, period, for any console? Mine had to be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for the PS2. That was my favorite game overall on PlayStation, hands down. So, what do you all think? What are y'all favorite ones? Let me know. Hit me up. Uh, y'all, guess who might be back? Well, we're not really sure how, but Black Widow. Yes, y'all. You know me. You know I'm a Marvel fan. Man, Marvel released the trailer to Black Widow, which comes out. I think May of 2020, y'all. Man, now those of you all who don't know who Black Widow is, she's a Marvel character. She is an Avenger, okay? She's Natasha Romanoff. Nat is what Cap calls her. Man, and she died in Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen it by now, you know, sorry. But she dies because she sacrificed herself for the Soul Stone. Well, somehow she comes back. Now, this is a movie that takes place in the past. From what I can tell from the trailer, it takes place in the past. A lot of characters in the movie that I haven't seen before. It looked like I seen Hawkeye. The guy with the bow and arrow, I think it's Hawkeye. I don't care what no one said. These say it's Taskmaster. I think it's Hawkeye. I'm not really sure. But I'm super hyped to see this movie. It is the beginning of phase four of the new Marvel MCU franchise of movies. And I cannot wait to see it. So you all go check out that trailer. And look, what else can I talk about on social media? Look, <laughs> on Disney Plus, we have this new Star Wars show. I think it's The Mandolin. I believe that's what it's called. I haven't seen it because I'm not really into the whole Star Wars thing, but you see it everywhere. Little Baby Yoda, uh, he is everywhere in the memes, the cute little face, the puppy dog eyes. He got memes with him wearing Tim's and the fitted hat and just everything, man. Oh, gosh. But he, re he looks like Gizmo. Remember Gizmo from the Gremlins? He reminds me of Gizmo a little bit. I don't know. Maybe the, I see one meme saying, when you all have the same mom and two different dads, <laughs> that was kind of funny, but maybe I have to check it out to see what's the big deal about the baby Yoda. Hey, look, check this out. Um, guess who has the number one streaming podcast on Spotify? Did you say the Haze Days podcast? Well, I would love to take that award but no sadly maybe one day but it is joe button that's right joe button spotify has over 500,000 podcast streaming and joe button is number one streaming podcast congratulations joe button and joe button tweeted number one since i landed three hours twice a week for over one whole year. Man, that's really, really good. You know, Spotify has grown over 50% this year alone in 2019. And as you all know, Joe Button also hosts State of the Culture on Revolt TV. And I believe he has a podcast for that also. 
maybe, maybe not. I'm not really sure. But hey, look. Besides Hayes Day's podcast, what is your favorite podcast? What do you listen to? I'm gonna tell you all what I listen to. Okay. Um, as you know, if you don't know, now you do. My favorite radio show is The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee. I love that show. I think it's like you said, um, Ratchet in Righteousness. But they have a podcast also, the podcast version of the show. I listen to that. I listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast version of it. I listen to T.I.'s expeditiously. Sometimes, sometimes T.I. get on my nerve a little bit. I listen to The Brilliant Idiots. I listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, believe it or not. I listen to the Hazy Days podcast, believe it or not, I listen to my own podcast, and I listen to Slug Life, the podcast. I listen to that. Those are the podcasts I listen to. But what do you suggest that I should listen to? Or what do you listen to? Let me know in the comments or social media or whatever. Or give me a call, 434-288-0005. Hey, look, that's all I got for the social media mix. I'll be back in a sec. The Hayes Days Podcast. Hey everyone, it's your boy Hayes Bond 1227. And it's also your guy Travis G. Hey look, I want you to get in contact with me, okay? Follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Hayes Days Podcast. Or either at email at Hayes Days Podcast at gmail.com. And also by telephone number 434 Zero 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 five. That's right. The Hayes Days Podcast. Entertainment and enlightenment for your ears. We can't wait to hear from you. Come back. Hey, look, as I mentioned before in previous shows, my birthday is coming up December the 27th. That's the 1227 in my name. And being that my birthday is so close to Christmas, I never really got separate birthday gifts. That's kind of crazy, right? So I never really celebrated my birthday until maybe, I think with my 26th birthday, I ended up having a birthday party at my house and man that was real real fun and I think my 30th birthday 30 or 31st birthday I had this party at my um house here and man let me tell y'all I ended up playing um playing games and had, we were drinking and all that stuff and it was really fun but you know what I didn't drink anything on my 31st birthday it wasn't until the day after when I got drunk and man that story, I wish I could tell you, but I can't what happened that day, but let's just say it was some memories made that night, man. It was real, real fun, man. It was real fun. But speaking of parties I used to throw, I remember back in the day, uh, maybe five years ago, six, seven years ago, I used to throw these parties on Wednesdays called Wild Out Wednesdays. Oh, man. And me, all my friends, we used to just come to my house and just party and drink and have fun every Wednesday. It was wild, drinking, alcohol, man, partying, having a good time. Those were the good old days, man. It definitely was the good 
old days, but now I'm getting older. I like to I like my privacy. I like to be chill at home and relax. But you know, so every now and then we get together and we reminisce on the good old days and you know think about how things were and how much fun we had together. But you know, like everything, people grow up and we all change and things like that. But you know, we still still got love for each other. But man, those wild out Wednesdays, there was something else. They was something else, man. Gosh, man. <sighs> but look, let me catch y'all up with some business advice, and I'll be right back, alright? out there can i talk to you for a little while just a little while hey look i don't think i ever told you all i've been telling you all of all this business advice and i never told you what type of business i have i'm like it kind of slipped my mind i'm sorry but i have a cleaning company that i started going on four and a half years ago and the reason why i started this company is because i knew that i wanted to achieve certain goals that i couldn't achieve working for somebody else so i decided to start a cleaning company and see where it would take me and after a lot of research and planning and all that stuff it fast forward me here now to be self-employed but i know a lot of business owners probably think to themselves when do you know it's time to leave your full-time job and do your business full time when do you know i remember that i was at the small business development center and i remember asking we had a guy there named gary shannonberger i never forget gary shannonberger remember ask gary this particular question and he said you know you just know no he did go in a little detail more than that but he said sometimes you just know and I remember when I actually left my job in May of uh, two years ago, not really sure the year, two years ago, you all do the math, two years ago, and I knew that it was time to go. Now, that doesn't mean that you should just up and leave your job. This is my advice to you, what you should do, okay? Uh, make sure that your business is you see the forward trajectory of your business and how much money you you know you can make <clears throat> excuse me in the next <clears throat> the next few years two three four five ten years from now how much money you, you know your business is going to make make sure that it's established you see what i'm saying make sure that you have a nice foundation don't just up and quit your job and go in your business full time make sure you have money in the bank for those hard times because in the beginning is really really hard um i just took a risk 
on myself and I just jumped and did it. I had a little money saved up, but not nearly as much as I had to. I had to move out of my nice house I had. I had to move to this raggedy apartment. It was, my nephew used to call it the rat trap. It was a really, really raggedy apartment. Man, um, and, but I kept believing in myself. I kept believing in myself, and I knew that I could make money and take care of myself on my own. Thankfully, I kept at it, and I didn't give up, and thankfully now, man, I am self-employed, make more money than I did working for somebody else, and it's still just the beginning. This is still just the beginning. I'm thankful for everyone who believed in me, everyone who supported me, all my ex-employees, all of my future employees, and everything like that, you know, but before deciding to leave your full-time job, make sure it's something you want to do, don't be afraid, like Steve Harvey said, don't be afraid to take that jump. And if you never take that jump, your parachute will never open. And, you know, I, I felt that when he said that he was right, man. Don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to take that, don't be afraid to take that chance on yourself. You know, I think a lot of people don't open a business or they don't make that jump, like Steve said, because they're afraid of the unknown, because working for somebody else, you know, it's easy because you get a guaranteed paycheck every week, every two weeks. You know that. You can go in there and do the absolute bare minimum and you still get a paycheck. You know, with me, I have to always give 100% every single time I go out there and I clean the building. I have to give 100%. I can't go slacking or they're going to complain or they might want to cancel my contract, something like that. Just know when you do put all your eggs in the basket and you do take a bet on yourself, make sure you know it's going to be hard work. And, you know, I will tell you this. I was at my previous job for 14 years. 14 years. I started when I was 24. And I sit down and think now when I'm cleaning the buildings, I'm like, man, I gave that job 14 years. And it wasn't a bad 14 years. But I'm like, man, I gave that job 14 years. I can give myself 14 years also. And I'm telling you, when you work for yourself, it's not even work at all. Every night that I go there, I'm not at work. I don't know what to call it. I call it work. People say, what you doing? I go on to work. I say work, but it's not work, y'all. It's just me. I don't know. I can't describe it. It's just a dream that I'm doing something that was just an idea. And, you know, I'm glad that I knew it was time to leave. And Gary, Gary Schindelberg was right. Sometimes you just know. And you'll know, too, when the right time comes. All right. That's all I got for y'all today. I'll see y'all next time for some business advice. The Hey Stays Podcast.
vibes. I'm about to give you all something sweet and simple. Nothing too difficult. Something that I think we all do. Some of us might need to do a little bit more. Okay. You ever just come home from a hard day of work and you open the door and the fresh smell of a house hits you with nice and clean. Everything's in place and things like that. And you take a deep breath and you smell the lavender you got or the, or the apple cinnamon or, the, or the, the Hawaiian breeze and the Hawaiian mist you got, plug-ins and your house smelling good. That's a good feeling to come home, man. You know, when everything's in place and that's a good feeling. And that's a good vibe, don't you think? My grandma used to tell me when I was a kid that if you clean your room, you sleep better. And I believed her, you know, when I cleaned my room, I decluttered it, I made my bed, sprayed the air freshener, and man, I I think I slept better, you know, washing bed sheets and putting them back on there, and you know, it, it makes you feel good to sleep on some fresh bed sheets, don't it? A house that's not cluttered, a bedroom that's not cluttered, it makes you feel good. So this is what I want us to do we're not gonna wait to spring to do the spring cleaning we're gonna do some winter cleaning okay winter fall cleaning okay what i want you to do this weekend this week or whatever go room by room and see what you don't need what clutter is in your house that you just don't need like man you know you may got a pile of paper a pile of anything like man what am I really doing with this you know take it give it away sell it throw it away whatever get it out your house you know straighten up a little bit uh get you some lavender man lavender makes everything relaxing let me tell you get some lavender or fresh linen scent get that right there that make your house smell good there's nothing like opening that door and smelling that fresh linen or that lavender man i'm telling you now this is something i'm not a big fan of and that's dusting i hate dusting but dusting keeps the dust mites down and then you know keeps your house looking nice and stuff like that now i don't dust all the time for some reason i bought these coffee tables that have a bottom shelf and a top shelf and i'm like why did i buy that then i have to dust the top part and bottom part they're really difficult to dust and i hate those tables and end tables i have but i do keep them dust most of the time (laughs) you know most of the time but it's just me i really just like walking into a nice clean home and you should too there's nothing like it man nothing like it you know nothing like it at all so more of the story is clean your house that's all just clean your house and you have some good vibes for a good day that's all we got look we'll talk to you next time and stay tuned for more haze days podcast Hey, look, we came to the end of the show, and we made it. Yeah, man, look, thank you all again for vibing with me and rad with me all the way here to episode four. Man, I'm telling you, this is so much fun. I love doing this, and I enjoy doing this. And 
I can't wait to give you more and more shows. But what type of shows do you want? Or what topics do you want me to um, bring up next time? What I want you to do is follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Hayes Days Podcast. Don't forget to give me a call also at 434-288-0005, man. And every time I post an episode, make sure you like, comment, and share. And I love the feedback. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be here for as long as you let me and as long as the universe lets me, man. I'm telling you, I love doing it. And I love doing this for you all. And I love doing it for me. It's fun to me. I can't wait to see you next time. And look, I love y'all. Be safe. Peace. Hey, Stays Podcast.